welcome, confidants, my sweet confidants. And I can do that accent, but not exactly like being all the way like okay with using it because we're not in France, but we are in Amsterdam, which I feel like is France adjacent, right? Yeah, it's close enough, right? Yeah. The French invaded. Amsterdam, according to the bathroom. That's true. If you're uh, so confused, dear confidants, <laughs> welcome to another episode of Confidently Insecure. I am your host, Kelsey Dara, and this is a podcast where we're absolutely sure we don't know everything, and we turn 31 years old. Wow. This is a podcast where it's my birthday episode. I thought I was going to be cold, but now I'm hot, so I'm taking this sweater off that I bought at H&M. If you're not watching on YouTube.com slash Kelsey Dara, you won't know what I'm talking about. Uh, if you're also not watching on YouTube.com slash Kelsey Dara, you won't see that we are doing this a little differently. We are currently in our hotel in Amsterdam. It is the morning of my actual birthday. We got up early and we're posting this early so that when you all American blokes wake up, you'll actually be getting this on Monday, August 16th, the day of yours truly's birth. You gotta make you gotta make words because you're on I'm a sorry, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, you already know I have my life partner and lover, Caps Lap, La DJ, Jared Lucas here to my side. We thought it would be fun to like do our breakfast uh, room surveys with you guys this podcast. Have a little fun, make it a little silly. After all, it is my day of birth, so we are just gonna do whatever the fuck I want, right? I love it, absolutely. What are you eating? I'm eating a turkey. Uh, cheese. I thought it was ham. Thing. I think it's, oh, turkey. it's turkey. Yeah, turkey cheese. What a I think. fraud! I thought it was egg in here. Maybe not. Um, with tomato and stuff. It's very good. It's very European of you. Mm-hmm. It's like a croque madame. Croque madame. Um, and then I'm doing chocolate croissants. I'm having a few of them. <laughs> and I have a iced oat milk latte. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got a nice little iced iced coffee. So I apologize in advance. Trigger warning for anyone that doesn't like to hear people chewing. This oh, yeah. is gonna not be the episode for you. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also splitting a microphone, so if things sound a little differently, that's because we're on vacation. I didn't bring my expensive fancy mics. I'm sorry, but you get more of us, which is great for you. Um, I had like an idea of what I wanted to do, but then I also wanted to say these two things before I forgot them. One, things that I like way more about Europe than America. Everyone here has oat milk. Every time I've questioned, they've been like. Yes. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like. <laughs> is that, why, why would is you the, not? Is the sky blue? <laughs> I don't know what accent this that's is. almost, uh, I think it was like Frenchish. Yeah. yeah. We should tell the people where we've been thus far. Let's, Let's see if you it. can name it because. Ooh. Yeah. You're like, Let's do it. I'm like, are you sure? Because <laughs> I'm going to make you say it. We have been to London. Mm-hmm. We then mm-hmm. traveled. Yes. To Venice. No. Sweden. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Went to Sweden. Where? Uh, in Stockholm, yes, Sweden. Yes, good girl. Of course. And then uh, made our way to Venice, Italy. That's correct. And now we are currently in Amsterdam, Netherlands. And where are we going after this? Going to Croatia. Is this the final stop, Croatia? Croatia is the final stop. Croatia, Dubrovnik. Dubrovnik right yes. And we've been having such a good time. Obviously, I'm going to throw up the vlogs all, all across the channel. Um, we're starting with like packing and then some like London vlogs and things like that, Venice vlogs. And then we actually shot a video in Venice for BuzzFeed, which I actually think is a really cool concept. And 
because I still freelance for them, if they don't want to keep this concept, I think I'm going to just take it for myself and like try and pitch it elsewhere. But it's basically like Instagram versus reality or like social media versus reality where we looked up like in Venice, all of the things on like when you search the hashtag like Venice, Italy, what it showed. And we went and tried to prove like, is this as good of a value that it says it is for the experience, for the hotel for the food whatever it's not worth it don't worry it's more like uh we're comparing social media to reality it's less about like going and like fucking the food with our faces it's more just like should you be doing this is it a lie can you just look at the pictures and be satisfied or when you get there is it going to be kind of a disappointment yeah (laughs) you know how like bumble is um (laughs) another thing i like about europe that america doesn't do is uh, the way that they deboard their planes mm. is so much fucking better. Yep. It's efficient. When the little thing goes off after you pull up to the gate, nobody stands up. The only people that stand up are the asshole Americans who have been trained to like fight for your fucking life, elbow the baby next to you to get off the plane, <laughs> even though we're all basically get going off to the same place. And in Europe, they exit by row. Uh, rows one through four, please. Yep. And then just like, boop, and boop, everyone boop. Wow. does it. And Nobody they just go through the line. Yes, there was one flight. We've probably taken like six or seven flights because yep. you got to go intercontinental and stuff. But I saw one flight where an old man who I don't think spoke the language like tried to get up and go, and the flight attendant like very nicely but like forcefully was like, "Sir, we exit by row," and I was like, <laughs> "Tell him." Tell them. Um, also, flight attendants are the best people on planet Earth. If you're a flight attendant, please let me know. DM me or something because I just want to give you love and kisses forever because you're my favorite people. Let's see. Other things about Europe that I like. I wrote down a list and then now I don't have a list. Um, oh, it's on your phone probably. Well, yeah, but it's fine. Computer. Oh. Um, the other thing I like about Europe that Americans don't do. What do you think? I feel I feel like the the general ah. vibe of the the city culture, yeah. and culture, um, whether it be walking down a sidewalk or like you know they 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 have really good structures in place for the public. Mm-hmm. So like even like in the Amsterdam, Amsterdam for example, there's like arrows showing which way you walk on the street, and like in London it was like look left on the ground mm-hmm. to make sure you don't get hit by a car, and it's like there's all these things that are kind of like in place. For visitors or people who can't read the, you know, um, the language. The language. I also just like I was mentioning this to Kelsey oh, earlier. Yeah. The language. The yeah. fact that like everywhere that you go mm-hmm. has the the native language and then like English. just English underneath, and it's just like we're Whoa. assholes. We're the only country that doesn't grow up learning two languages. Yeah. Like yeah. sure, they make you take Spanish in high school, but I didn't try and I cheated the whole way through and I didn't actually like take anything out from. Yeah. Except for cerveza, por favor. Right. So, like, the whole world caters to Americans. Yeah. It's pretty wild. I mean, it's, it's, I kind of wish I was more fluent in different languages, too, just because, mm-hmm. like, you can think in different ways, and there's just mm-hmm. different kind of um, emphasis with different words, so. And but. only Americans would then feel like, we're so privileged that I feel bad for myself that we don't, we're not as cultured as we could be because we grew up in America. That's so ass backwards. I'm like, oh man, I wish I would have grown up more like uh, privileged to culture. And then I'm like, I'm, there's no, I'm an asshole. There's no way to get out of feeling this way. And I'm a dick. Um, yeah. And I feel like too, the thing we keep 
realizing is it's not just being on vacation. It really is the places we're coming to, the people, the culture, the work-life balance is just so different that we were like yesterday talking for a very long time about like, what if we did move somewhere for a year to just like, and I didn't want to use the word like reset or like take a break from American life because I like the hustle. I like the grind. I like working. That does make me happy. And it's not just because I've been taught that. It's because I genuinely feel connection out of my job. Like I get to talk to you guys and I get to like meet you and hear your experiences. And there's like a huge connector of what I do. So it's not that I want to lose like the hustle and bustle of like Hollywood life because I do like the parts of it that I like. But what if we were to move to like say Amsterdam for a year? which I found out is very expensive, by the way. It's, like, the most expensive city in the Netherlands. Um, but, like, what – we were joking, like, how long would it need – how long would it take you to, like, adjust? And you were like, oh, I'm 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 throwing everything away. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm adjusting day one. Like, I'm ready to just be – and you've been this way. Like, talk about that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's I, – I kind of value the, the ability to um, adjust – Kind of the fluidity of of my identity of like who I view myself to be and and who I um, kind of like the, the the traits that I associate with. So moving to a different country or something like that, like it's this challenge that I look at as like this growth opportunity of like what can I learn from this situation about what has been driving me so much before. Like mm-hmm. if I was so so focused on like being like a DJ and mm-hmm. getting these tracks out and like success and like getting my name on billboards and having this. It's like, <laughs> are, is that the right, like what kind of, am I, am I truly happy with a, a, an end goal of that in my life? Yeah. Or is it, you know, can you find new things to care about in, by living in different countries and different places and mm-hmm. seeing different needs, seeing different, um, you know, opportunities? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well. The Something computer agreed with you. I think so. Um, I think, like, to your point, the idea, too, that, like, you're very into growth and the fluidity of your identity is, like, something I've always liked about you. Like, even when we first started dating and you were in, like, the thick of your DJ life, I knew that that was never your goal. Your goal has never, ever been to be on billboards and, like, play Vegas. Like, you've... You've, that was ne- never part of your identity. You were always detached to something greater. And I think like the point of thinking of like if we were to move somewhere and be in a different space, like how could we as people then return to where we are as like better people or different people? And like, what am I trying to say? Like the wants and the goals are different a little less intense because yeah. it's very easy to get wrapped up in the American way of living, which is like success equals happiness. But then that fo- fo- that forces you to focus on an end goal, which makes you then miss life. Right. <laughs> like exactly. It's like, oh, I want the billboard and the Vegas show. And it's like, yeah, well, then you're missing all of life that gets you there. And so how do we kind of get off that, like what they call like the rat wheel or the yep. hamster wheel of the race of American um, life? And I also realized sitting like this is both yeah. – for both of us horrible far back yeah you can you can get comfy if you want um and then the other thing i wanted to say before i like dove into what this episode is really about which is like now it's just become this stuff um is that this morning when we woke up 
birthday, birthday girl, birthday princess. Very excited. Jared gave me an amazing present. We got started. He's like, we can do anything you want to do today. And I was like, I want to do yoga with you, couples yoga. And that was a big deal for me because Jared, I don't want to use the word hates because that's intense, but like you very much dislike yoga. <laughs> I I don't necessarily gravitate towards yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it might be because of the um, difficulty level for me specifically. Like I'm, my body is not uh, very Well, can I tell you what I discovered? Fluid, my big but, like aha moment. Mm. So that's what I was going to say was like every morning we wake up and Jared does meditation and I sit and I watch him and I'm just like, how the fuck does he, I'll never be that motherfucker. Like I never will do this. That looks like he sucks ass. And he doesn't get to see me do yoga because then he goes inside and I'm sitting there for like an hour, like working on my body for an hour. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is like so relieving if I don't do this. And then when we were just sitting here just now, I had an epiphany that was like, okay, both are forms of meditation, right? Yeah. Both force you to be present in some form. And I realize meditation is so focused on the thoughts. Mm -hmm. And you are a logic guy. You are a thought guy. You are a words guy. You are a brain guy. And yoga forces you to be present in the body, Mm -hmm. which I have to do because of my chronic pain. And I love to try and better that. You have a very hard time with your body, mm-hmm. almost more than I do in a way, mm-hmm. which we can talk a little bit about. I have a very hard time with my thoughts, yep. which I don't want to like stay in with. And yep. so the fact that both of us are doing the form of meditation that makes sense for who we are as people makes sense to me. Right. I was like, oh my gosh, like I just had that realization that like you struggle so deeply with like staying present in your body Mm -hmm. and I was like oh my god that's why he doesn't like doing the yoga is because even though I'm someone who has daily debilitating chronic pain I have to be in a good place with it like I have to be in a place where I'm trying to bet like you know minimize or neutralize it or else I go crazy whereas you who have like chronic back pain chronic shoulder pain you're like I just want to I want to think my way out of this almost. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I do think it's 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 actually yoga is like a really important thing that I think I should be doing uh-huh. for sure. I like, agree. In the same way that like, you know, the, the meditation was like the first step towards like getting into, like I'm trying to stack these habits so that I have like good long-term health. And so right. meditation was an easy enough thing for me to, um, to do because I, I've already like done the Vipassana. I've like gotten like really like a full like master course in like kind of sitting with some things and like it's it's easy to add that now the yoga like I I actually do want to add that to my routine as Mm -hmm. well and like I think it's just gonna be really important for me to find the right ramp up so like for me like it's you know like maybe one yoga like yoga with Adrian might be good for you or whatever like the yoga boho I think yoga we do boho beautiful but I think boho yoga beautiful. with Adrian would actually be good for you because right. it's much more like starter level but I think it's going to be important for me to find my own version yes. of it in the same way that with meditation I have to find my I own. can't be like I think this meditation is the right thing mm-hmm. for you it's like well I don't know like you we went and you found a monk yes the other I did I found, found a, a really monk cool in Venice yeah. who did a guided meditation for me live in person yeah. I'm writing about it in the book um, which is something I've also been trying to work on a little bit on this vacation. Um, well, it's not really a vacation because we're working and yeah. you have to work in a couple of days. Yep. Uh, 
Anyway, I wanted to touch on those two things before I completely forgot, and that's like half of the podcast. Anyways, do you want to tell everyone what you got me for my birthday? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about her birthday, and I'm like, man, I don't know what to get. So I was just Googling around, like, what are you like, just good gifts or this or that? Am I hard to buy for? No, no, not really. It's just, like, I wanted to get something that would be, like, you know, impactful for you specifically, or, like, that was, like going to not just a one-time thing yeah like it, it, w- it wouldn't be like a, oh yeah like what did you get me from my birthday again like forgot kind of thing it's like ah like I that's this never like happened a, that's yeah. more like something that you <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so so i found this one site called joinswitch.com and i think it it's is, just called switch oh switch well the, but the website is joinswitch yeah, yeah. website's joinswitch but it's called switch and it is a Designer jewelry subscription trading service where, well, not trading service, I guess rental service Mm -hmm. where you can pick a couple pieces per month depending on. I got her the three piece package, which was great. You got me the most premium. Super premium because she's a super premium girl. (laughs) Wow. Thank you. Yep. Um, And then, oh, you got a little. Thank you. Yep. Uh, So she can now pick out Chanel, Gucci. Uh, what designer things? Name right? one more. Uh, What's Hermes, one I love? Hermes. Oh, Fendi. Yes. Fendi. Uh, she could pick all those things as jewelry. So she get necklaces. A month, three uh, pieces a month. Earrings, uh, and then just trades them out. For so like, things. it's imagine rent the runway, but for, for designer jewelry. jewelry. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, lol, because when we are at the airport in. London, I bought my birthday gift to myself every year that I do, and this year's was a Gucci ring, and I know you must have been looking at that like, God damn it, oh, why are you buying that? But also, you must have been like, fuck yeah, my present's yes. gonna be so good. I am not, you guys don't ever see me wearing bougie shit. Like, I don't, I can't do shoes, I can't do like the fancy clothes, I'm always wearing H&M or like Something very basic because my style I haven't figured out and I just think clothes are so wasteful. I'd be naked all the time with no socks on if I could be. Um, But fucking jewelry and purses to me are like art pieces. And they really are art pieces. We even saw the Banksy exhibit yesterday and you Mm -hmm. saw the Louis Vuitton on the wall, right? Yeah, I did. And it's like... I think it grows with time. I think it only gets more and more valuable. Like the pieces my mom has given to me or passed down to me are like heirlooms, like family to me. Like that's just how I appreciate art. Mm -hmm. I don't need to see a sculpture. I don't need to see a painting. I'm like, look at this design. Look at this story. What does this represent about the culture and the moment like of the year, the collection? What is the designer saying? And yes, maybe it's a little capitalistic and like these designers aren't exactly like doing good for the world in terms of like, vegan or you know affordability but I think the creativity I can appreciate the creativity behind it and like the shows and blah 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 blah. anyway long story short this service allows me to pick out three designer jewelry pieces a month y'all a month I'm talking about like a Gucci ring a Chanel motherfucking necklace and a now I know what you're thinking Kelsey when did you become obsessed with 
cowboy boots. Well, did you forget that I was raised in Florida? Are you forgetting I'm a little country girl by heart? I even wore my Tacovas recently when I went on a ski trip with my family to Colorado. I wore my white Tacovas when I went to the Taylor Swift concert. And if you didn't think you would need cowboy boots anytime soon, uh, might I remind you that Beyonce just dropped her little country album and you're going to need some Tacovas. Tacovas is my favorite boot brand and they're bringing a fresh perspective to hair boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. Their western boots for men and women are handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. And Tacova's is western to their core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe western staples, trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, and they'll get you outfitted. If you can't make it to one of their stores, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Confidants, sober girlies, are you looking to cut back or cut out alcohol this year? Come on, join me and Zach on our sober journeys. Recess Zero Proof craft mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. We've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like a lime margarita and a grapefruit paloma, so you can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. That's right, zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% off the recess mocktail sampler at takearecess.com slash Kelsey. Each can is lightly sparkling mocktail infused with functional ingredients like so many stress balancing adaptogens made with real fruit and only 25 calories or less. It's a guilt-free way to unwind. Whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, make recess mocktails your drink between drinks or like me, your forever mocktail. I am so obsessed with the ginger lime mule and also the grapefruit paloma for spring. It's my favorite go-to weekend drink. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash Kelsey so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. YSL brooch and I can have that all month long and then I can either continue to keep it like as long as you're paying for a service or you just send it back every month and you get a new piece how cool is that it's pretty cool and you've given me really great gifts like you've given me two custom jewelry pieces because your family you have like family connects in the um well the first one was just I didn't even I didn't even didn't uh, send that back to, to family. That was you like, did? Oh, you just had that, that man just, in L.A.? Yeah, that was just in L.A. That's right. I thought the emerald like came forgot. from... Oh, the second emerald the second came one. from... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got me a signet ring with a Gryffindor G, but then a emerald for my Slytherin side. And she likes green. And I love my favorite color is green and emerald. Um, and then for my second birthday, you got me the necklace to match, which was a very, I don't even wear it because it's so nice. It just, I just look at it. I just talk to it. I'm just like, hello, pretty. (laughs) Got me in the necklace to match. And then last year, because it was my dirty 30 in the pandemic, Patricia, we didn't do anything really. We had my family fly out here and, you know, we did a little like outdoor thing, but everyone thinks of your dirty 30 as like the big thing. But honestly, I wouldn't have had it any other way. It was perfect last year. 
minus, you know, the global fucking pandemic, um, which I feel like taught me a huge lesson to that, like, I saw a stat that said 95% of Native American culture is vaccinated. Mm. And like, you would even think maybe a culture that if anything should be the most distrusting and hateful of our government, yeah. rightfully so, is taking the vaccine. And they asked why. And they're like, because that's what we do to save our people. Yes. And I was like, oh my God, like fucking take a note out the book. Yep. Because they're doing it for the right reasons. They're, they're not it's it has nothing to do with government it's yeah. nothing to do with fucking um anonymous or what's that like um movie where the guy wears the mask with the I think that's that's um our anonymous anon anonymous whatever yeah. it's like no conspiracy theory it's like if this is what you're telling me is going to save my people then i'm going to do it and it's also but like yeah there there are again with with the the risks of having a vaccine that has been like you know, Talk rushed out. This way. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, the risk of having a vaccine that's been, rushed, been rushed out, out by a like global pandemic in terms of like everybody is like throwing money at this thing to like really make it happen. Like there are inherent risks in that, and I understand that. And I understand people's fears of that, but the the common you sounded so anti-vaxxer there. <laughs> well, no, I want I want I want to make sure that people like understand the full scope of things because sure. Like I wouldn't trust the government either. Like as much as there are some of those risks, right? It's some people like to me. It's more important to actually do something for the good of the whole versus right. like your own kind of. And if you don't like America's situation. vaccine, go get the fucking one that's in Brazil or right. fucking Amsterdam. Like I don't care if you don't trust the American government. It's like they're all conspiring against all of them. Like I don't know. I did see a very interesting TikTok last night that. I wasn't planning on bringing up, but I thought it was really interesting about just like conspiracy theory and anti-vaxxers in general. Like there's so much misinformation and the people that are spreading it do tend to err on the side of like mentally ill. Like right. you have to be in some sort of like unwell place to be spouting these kinds of information. Like the example they use is like the government's putting little cameras in our bodies. And the girl was like, honey, Edward Snowden proved this years ago. Like, the government is watching you. On In London, on CCTV, the average Londoner is recorded 300 times a day. They already know where you're going. They can already track you. You have a smartphone. You have a smart TV. You have a smart device. There are, they've been tracking you. If you think this little vaccine is putting a can... Bitch, they... Uh, we're past that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? That's a really good point, is that these people are doing it for... Either they're mentally ill and they're believing uh, uh, in a psychosis moment something that isn't true, that is true, and they're perpetuating that by getting people on board, or they are unwell and want attention in a way that is unhealthy, but you gain followings. And it's like... I don't know. I, that seems like a straw man thing for me. What's straw man? I, straw man is like the worst, like not, not seeing the other person's perspective effectively. So like seeing the work cherry picking the worst versions of what does straw man come argument. from um like uh, a straw man argument versus a steel man argument so like um if we were arguing about any kind of thing right i would pick like the the most crazy person on your side and be like that's who you are and uh -huh. it's like whoa like what i'm like like versus a steel man is like let me try to understand like sure the fears that you have okay a specific so kind of i'm not know. talking about people that haven't gotten the vaccine because mm -hmm. they're wary i'm talking about anti-vaxxers who are purposefully spreading misinformation maybe i needed to clarify what i was speaking about i don't think anyone okay. that hasn't gotten the vaccine is that way i'm right. saying 
the people that are perpetuating the conspiracy theorists. Well, the, the extremes, of course. Yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Conspiracy yeah. theorists. Yeah. Um, and that, I think, has a stereotype, right? That it's like the basement guy. But this was a lady. This was a woman of color who was spouting out this misinformation that I was like, oh, no, honey, stop it. Get out of here. Um, all that to say, get vaccinated. That's yes. the only reason why we've been able to travel. Uh, yeah. The actual traveling has been a bit hellish in the process because I don't think anyone, no one has like a global vaccine passport. Um, so every place is different. All the rules are different for everywhere we've gone. But shout out to Over the Moon Vacations, Alison Kabaski. I fucking love you and your hubby. You guys mm-hmm. have helped us all the way through. We got these travel COVID tests that you can, that are like approved by the airlines that you can take to be able to make your flights. And then we obviously have our vaccination cards digitally and physically. Well, I have a physical year, Scott stolen, uh, when we were robbed. Uh, and you, I mean, like the point is, is like everyone cares. They're trying their best, even if it's not the best system, everyone's trying their best to make travel safe again. And you know, like in Amsterdam, there isn't, like, I, I just don't feel this feeling of fear being mm. out. I mean, maybe it's also because the city is, like, very outside. But, like, mm. I feel like there's such a vicious news fear cycle that's not mm. helping Americans with this that's already, like, adding more and more, like, anxiety to the situation that it it just is, like, I'm a, I'm appreciating this a lot. You know, like, I don't feel bad at all for traveling. I feel like, oh, this, I'm seeing the way that it, like, kind of should be over here a little bit. Not that I don't know how, like, Amsterdam holds up against the statistics, but I I appreciate, like, the, like, everyone's like, all right, we're going to get through this together. Yeah, it seems like it's a a lot more of a, um, a lot less individualistic uh, Mm. than America. Like, America is very much the me kind Mm -hmm. of place, like, the... Uh, you know, look out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, How far don't can take I my, get? You know, my my rights away. Like I'm I'm the most important thing. Versus um, a collective. collective kind of like care about the people around you, the people in your life, the people that you may not be directly like you may not know them, but you can imagine them as being someone that like empathy like, empathy exactly mm-hmm. you see like an old woman on the street you're like that could be my mother or something like mm-hmm. that like that kind of shared empathy is a really important thing i think for humanity mm-hmm. to, to last because yeah. if we're all kind of keep going down this rabbit hole of me first like it, it, this it's insane it's, yeah and like that's i think that's what like at least with with the native americans with like the you said like 95 percent of them got the vaccine and mm-hmm. like like yeah they 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 have this deep sense of connectedness to culture and themselves each other and also the world too Mm -hmm. like they forget that at least we forget that like the the human race is people (laughs) yeah we're people we're like part of the ecosystem the ecosystem is designed to like work in like a big cycle and like to to get along and we are just like fuck you yeah we're just really putting in the mud (laughs) we're gonna be the one that kills ourselves right isn't that all the prophecies that are like it's the people that are going to kill each other and ourselves and it's not going to be Mama Earth that does it to us. Yeah. It's... We don't need to anyway. start the day like that. <laughs> it's my birthday. I feel very excited about it. I'm a Leo, Gemini, Gemini. Um, what do we have planned for the rest of the day? Well, we have just had breakfast in bed. Yes. We just did some couples yoga. Yes. A lot of fun. 
we are now going to. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. This way, <laughs> we are. You're a think. You're a you're a thinker who looks <laughs> around when you talk. <laughs> we had a little bit of unstructured time right now uh, until 11 a.m., which we are then going to a deep tissue massage Ooh. and a contour and lift yep facial that's right my so, baby knew to yep. give me a contour and lift facial baby yep. not just ready one. any old regular facial very specific yes. yep. 11 to 1 and then uh from 1 to 3 no well, oh yes 1 to 3 1 to 3 okay. a little more unstructured free time yes. so we get to walk around mm-hmm. uh take some pictures cute mm-hmm. pictures shopping mm-hmm. um what other things i want to go to bookstores bookstores yeah, they're so pretty bookstores she loves bookstores do. why do you love bookstores so much since a kid I was always able to get lost mm-hmm. it was always able a place I could just go and like read and creativity like I think that's really where my love of storytelling comes from it yeah. really makes sense she like really loves bookstores you could just incredible. leave me in a bookstore and oh. I'll be there all day yeah. I wouldn't mind at all yes. I wouldn't care at all the problem okay. is I buy too many books I have too many books that I have she has a lot of books yeah. yeah anyway after that we are going on a Canal ride. He's a DJ, not a singer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are renting a boat, and mm-hmm. we are going down the little canal. Putt-putt, little putt putt. Little putt putt. Yep. Bup, 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 for I think a two hour ride. Yeah. Three to five. Have a little snack going there. Uh, five to seven. We have a little more shopping time. Kind of do whatever we want. And then seven o'clock, we have a wonderful reservation at Wildeswingen. It sounded like you sneezed. We. Wildeswingen. <laughs> So we're going to have dinner, dinner. <laughs> and then uh, we'll walk yep. around. And we'll walk around. You've never been to Amsterdam. First time. You've never been to the red light district. No. Nope. I don't know how busy it is on a Monday night, but I know Sunday they take off because it's the mm-hmm. worst day. True. Even even girls got to, you know, pray to God. Yeah. Um, red light district, I find it so fascinating. I don't know enough to talk about whether or not it's like healthy or good. I do you believe in sex work? I believe the positive... Sorry, I'm laughing because Jared tried to eat a sandwich and it was pretty much gone. I was gone, yeah. Um, I think as long as women are doing it by choice and that because they want to, that they can do whatever the fuck they want with their bodies. Um, shopping for them in a window, I don't know, that I love. But if it's like they put, want to put themselves on display, better, better. They do not, it depends you know, on the spin. Whatever yeah. the spin you need to take on that. Or however they... Present it. Um, yeah. All right. What do you think about it? Are you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you gonna have? Are you gonna have I sex? Mean, oh, <laughs> I, I can't make any uh, comments on what I think about. Sorry, about what I think about the actual uh, the the red light district. Because I don't know nearly enough about it. Mm-hmm. I haven't done any research into the history or how it is. But I do think that it's um, smart for Amsterdam and the Netherlands to Legalize make it legal that, and yeah. to make it like out front and in the open so that it can be regulated and mm-hmm. safe and mm-hmm. all that stuff. I think it's really cool. Yep. Everyone has um, to work on them. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I think it might be, uh, you never know, maybe a little birthday treat for us. We can kind of go. And for put, us. They, yeah. they unfortunately won't. What? I know. I haven't been you able do, to like, find a couple's thing no, or anything? No, what? I know. But you can have a present for my birthday. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things. It's like win in Rome. I feel like you gotta, you gotta. I don't know. We we'll, could also we'll be ter- terribly misjudging the situation, and you guys in the comments can tell us below if we should like absolutely not do this. No. Anyway, so that's a big birthday day, and it feels so weird. It feels so weird to be turning thirty-one. Like it's even weird saying it because, guys, I just feel like a hella mature twenty-seven-year-old. Like I was thinking about that yesterday. I was like, I don't really feel twenty-six. I feel a little bit twenty-seven. I felt like was the age that really was like. 
the defining year for my life. It was the my Saturn return. Mm-hmm. It was a big career move for me. Like I had a lot of success that year. It like got me to where I am today. I think that year. So maybe I'm just like attaching my identity to a time in my life that was really fun for me. But either way, I think 30, I don't feel 31, Mm. but I love where I am because I truly, your 20s are so tough. Yeah. So dramatic. Yeah. So traumatic. Mm. So many ups and downs. Loves, loss, life. Live, love, laugh. Um... (laughs) The other thing I wanted to touch on uh, before we go is that I'm still microdosing. Woo! I want to do a whole episode on it. Obviously, I want to get the expert and I want to get one of the researchers and doctors and creators of these companies. Um, if you didn't know that I was microdosing, uh, you can check out Follow My Journey on uh, Instagram uh, and sometimes TikTok because I am now cre- uh, banned from the Creator Fund and I had my TikTok uh, shadow banned for three days. I wasn't allowed to post anything. Um, it's dramatic. But I've been talking about microdosing for my chronic pain uh, and just like wellness in general. I've been weaning off of my mental health medications and my nerve medications for the last three weeks under doctor supervision uh, and adding in um, gummies of microdosing mushrooms to try and see if there is an alternative to uh, taking the medication that I was on because it's got really nasty side effects. I was experiencing this one side effect of dizziness that was so scary that like every time I stood up, the blood would just like drain out of my face. My eyes would go tunnel vision. I almost faint. And like the more I took, the more relief of nerve damage I was feeling. But like then I passed out once and then I almost passed out again. And I'm just like, this is not fucking worth it to me. If there isn't another alternative out there, I want to fucking know if it would work. And I'm not, I don't want to be afraid of it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's illegal what I'm doing, but <laughs> fucking uh, someone's got to do it. I got to know. I am the, I, that is the part of Gemini's. Like, I got to soak information and then tell it out to the world. Is like. And also, I mean, again, these, this stuff is being like heavily researched mm-hmm. with like MAPS, the, uh, I forgot what it, the, this, how it's, what it stands for, but um, it's this organization yeah. it's very specifically yeah. devoted to getting these things in like official studies mm-hmm. and making FDA sure approved, they yeah. are being and like all the data so far is incredible but mm-hmm. like they have to go through all the different phase trials and it's like it takes a lot of um capital to get that happening and you don't have the pharmaceutical backing mm-hmm. to be like we make a ton of money from selling these drugs so let's put it back in and make sure we get the data out there so it's a whole thing it's mm-hmm. really tough but like again like this is it's a really important thing to look at what what these natural things can do what the psychedelic side of things mm-hmm. can do what the the kind of you know approaching it from like almost like a, a mind body connection totally. kind of way versus just treating the symptoms kind mm-hmm. of getting at the source and, it. yeah i think it's a really you know powerful thing to do the brain is so powerful is what we know yes. and like the brain can do so many miraculous things that we have stripped ourselves away from being able to experience because of money and government regulation and the patriarchy. I can keep going, but I won't. Um, so yeah, this is, I guess, a little bit of my like fuck you to the Western medicine uh, journey because I've also had like a pretty horrific, traumatic experience with that. Um, I'm just to mention, I'm still, I'm like in week three of weaning off my regular meds and. Part of the regular medication I was taking was an SSRI, and SSRIs prevent 
psilocybin from being able to actually do its full capacity thing. So I need to be all the way off of that before the mushrooms can all the way work. So neither are able to do their full job right now, which is a good thing. Cause we don't want to, we don't want to rip a bandaid off and like fucking spray tequila in it. We want to like <laughs> very gently, like let the wound heal. And then we like get the scar tissue out and all that. I don't know. Yep. That's my metaphor for now. That was great. Thank you. Um, that's my updates. That's my birthday episode. That's all I got to say. Cause we got to go and do stuff around Amsterdam's. It was so nice to have you here as a guest. Absolutely. It's been a while. It has. You'll have to come back. Absolutely. I'm with you every day. Yeah, you can literally, we can do it anytime. Come downstairs so. and get you. Okay. Um, tell the people what you're up to, where they can find you. I am on all the things as at Capslap with all the stuff. And uh, Your mixes. If you want to find my mixes, search Capslap Mixes on any podcast book thing except for Spotify unfortunately and you can follow me at Casadero on all the things you know that and don't forget we're doing birthday giveaways on Confidently Pod's Instagram what? we're giving away some makeup what? some Dolls Kill merch what? some really cute stuff oh, and goodness. make sure you're following me there and if you're not already subscribed what are you doing here go give this five stars smash Pause that this. like and subscribe button <laughs> is, that, is that how you do it right. you're so cute it's so funny smash. how like <laughs> Anti-YouTube culture you are, but that's your, like, Paul <laughs> Brothers, a, yeah, yeah, example. Uh, that was pretty good. Um, pause this right now and go give this five stars on iTunes. It really helps. And if it's not five, you already know. Please don't. Just don't I'm very it. sensitive. And we will see you next week. Bye, Confidants! Bye, Confidants! <laughs>